The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. Hey, uh, Jasmine, before we get going, um, I got some questions. I'm kind of fired up. Okay. Um, why can you park a car itself these days, but you have to drive across town and take a test drive if you want to try out a new car? Mm. I mean, why can we get approved for a mortgage in lightning speed, but buying a new car takes an entire day? Ugh. I mean, how can an at-home test service tell my entire ancestry for the past millennium, but I can't see the price of a new car until I purchase it? Crazy. Yeah. I mean, listen, these are all excellent questions, and the people at Hyundai have wondered the exact same things. That's why they're making it all possible now with the new Shopper Assurance Program. The program is based on four pillars. Transparent pricing for convenience, because knowing the price is always better than guessing the price. Flexible test drives that come to you. You find the Hyundai you love. They bring it to you. Streamlined purchase for efficiency, enough said, right? Because brevity is the cousin of efficiency and a three-day worry-free exchange. Peace of mind after you buy a car. What more could you want? The Shopper Assurance Program is the future of car buying made available today. It's not just car buying made easier. It's a chance to feel confident, respected, in control, and at ease while buying a car. Transparent pricing for convenience. Visit HyundaiUSA.com slash Shopper Assurance for all the information. That's HyundaiUSA.com slash Shopper Assurance. Jasmine, I just had to get that off my chest. Wow. Back to business right here. Uh, Fun episode coming up. This one we've had in the bank for a couple of weeks. Uh, I think because we've been sort of like uh, <laughs> decompressing from it, perhaps. <laughs> uh, Sang Yoon. Oh, yeah. Amazing friend and chef in LA, Sang Yoon, who we first met in Aspen. Like we've met a That's lot right. of people. Yeah, yeah we, of course. Was it, a, was it a gondola? Did we meet him in a gondola ride? I think so. I feel like there's, there's something there. What an there. intimate way to meet someone. Incredibly, uh, dare I say, uh, romantic. Even? Well, I said intimate, so... Oh, yeah, so I get, so intimate is even deeper than romance. Could be. Perhaps. Uh, this was a lot of fun. We talked about hockey. We talked... Uh, we'd get into uh, hot dogs. Um, you know, he, he came out... He came... He comes at me pretty hard in the intro. Uh, Artie Sequeira's in the house. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, joining us as like a second co-host. Yeah, that was in-studio day with, it, with Artie. That was Unbelievable. Great. Yeah. She's, she's just the best. She's a gem. She is. She's she a is. peach. We ha- I, I want to bring her on as, as much as we possibly can. For sure. She's super busy, but when she can find the time between being incredible and, um, you know, a busy mom, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, great to have her in. But this episode was a lot of fun. I don't think we even mentioned... Sang Yoon's restaurant in Santa Monica, Father's <laughs> Office. I, I think we realized that at the end. And I wonder if Sang didn't realize that about five minutes in. <laughs> probably. Probably. He's probably. Like, I think there was a moment where he was like, what am I doing? Where, who are you? What is that? Ha- yeah. Yeah. yeah it got Although, little, but that's kind of his like, care. he's got a really dry wit. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing about people that so are just incredibly intelligent. You don't know if they're like, I swear the first 10 oh, minutes of this you. open. Yeah. He got you. He I rattled you a bit, I think. He, he did because, um, you know, some people have even commented like on our uh, on the iTunes and everything uh, that like it's, it's incredible how much like range we cover just yeah. naturally. And yeah, he kind of shut down the navigation system <laughs> for a good five to ten minutes. Like, you know how your car like sometimes that center console piece just goes black. Yes, and exactly. You feel like you've lost 
communication with the mothership somehow. Yeah. Even though your eyes are still work. Right. You can, still, you see can out still, the still drive the car. The car's still driving. But yeah, if your like navigation goes down, you're, you're exactly. Done. But yeah. that, that, like you said, it's his wit and humor. Um, it was a lot of fun. We talk about hockey, but we don't talk about his restaurant or the fact that he has like the most epic burger in Los Angeles. Right. That's yeah. Been it's sort like of, on all the lists. Yeah. And it's yeah. been like his thing for a number of years. You yeah. can't, it doesn't come with ketchup and you can't ask for it. They we don't, don't, even they don't cover. carry it, I don't think, is the thing. He hates ketchup. I don't think he does. I think that he, I think he, I think he mentioned it in the podcast or maybe it was after. I don't remember, but, but I don't think he does. I think he just thinks he, there's a time and a, a place for it. He's a stickler for rules. Yeah, 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 I think, no, even post this podcast, I put up some sort of picture yeah. of a hot dog with That's ketchup right. yeah, and he yeah. got really, I think he even took a <laughs> shot at me uh, digitally. Swiped, swiped at you. That's um, good. But yeah, this was a really good one. It goes it goes in a, a couple of wild ways. We do a fun little uh, all over, yeah, all over the place, which is kind of is that come, kind of becoming the thing. I be. like it because I mean or I don't a know food podcast that doesn't talk about food. I, I, that's what I, <laughs> that that is. It, it's very Seinfeld when you it say is. it like that. Yes. Um, but it's true. Like how many times has he had to talk about his burger and not right. giving and the ketchup, ketchup and the, yeah, and right. what father's office is? Sure. Um, a matter of fact, okay, this actually just hit me. We didn't really even get into what I thought would be. We have to do a follow up with Sang Yoon. Awesome. Um, and it, it didn't hit me until we were leaving when he was talking about cars. Right. Remember? Yeah, that's right. He's and a big car guy. He's yeah. a massive car guy. Right. And yeah, I want to be a car guy. Like totally just want to be a car guy. Yeah. Um, but he really knows his stuff. Right. And like, you know, we spent about 15 minutes downstairs in the lobby at Podcast One Studios. HQ. Uh, HQ on the Beverly Hills talking about like his cars and stuff. And like, I think that's the next podcast. I'm going to hit him up. I'm going to hit him up to see if he can find me one of those hard to find cars I'm looking for. I already tried. And he was like, I can't just do that for you. I can't hook you up. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to hook us. No, I was like, you're always up. asking for free stuff. And that's I wasn't really asking for free stuff. I'm not, I don't want it for free. They're just hard to find. What are you looking for? Oh, we can, we can talk about it offline. You're looking for like some like a uh, weird SUV, like hatchbacky thing, right? No. Like a vintage thing. No, it's not You're looking vintage. for like some Partridge family. Yeah. I'm looking for the Adams family car. No. Well, we're close. You could find that in LA. We're close Either. to the Adams family because if you've been following us on the Instagram page, oh, there's a new family pet. Uh, and we have a Madagascar <laughs> hissing cockroach in the house, which is got snuck, didn't sneak in because that sounds like where, where do That's we live? Problem. I guess yeah. Madagascar. <laughs> yeah. But um, you got this We you got snuck this it pet. in past you. Well, I wasn't in town. Yeah. And like, I'm not a big bug guy. Um, who? I mean, I don't know. If I'm I, a bi- I don't know if I'm a big bug. Per- I mean, I don't mind bugs. I guess yeah. I should. I'm not the kind of person that like screams if I see a bug. Mm. Well, you know? yeah. Um, no, you handle them. I, I mean, haven't handled the cockroach. Okay, good. Because I been- just, I, I kind of am. I mean, I was, I, you know, I grew up in Florida, so mm. different types of cockroaches. Yeah, right? like I'm- I even to my own like astonishment that yeah. I, that I have a, a cockroach, even though it's a different type of cockroach. It's not like it's a, a disgusting it's a water like, bug. It's not a water bug and it's just, not a, a palmetto no, bug. I'm just and it's not, that's yeah, it's all a, the things but it you is, say. But it is as big as a, a, a giant date. It's, mm. a, it's at least four it, or three inches. Oh my God. And it's it big as, yeah, if you rolled it up, it's, it's, it's definitely nearing tennis ball oh, look, size. Oh, look, it was $3. It's $3 It's going to live for two Embry's years. And it's Embry's charge. Like Embry's in charge of it fully. But like we're a sea creature away from being the Adams family. I just want to say I'm a little concerned. Yeah, like an yeah, octopus I, in the I, toilet. I, I'm pretty sure like you've lost Brooke Williamson's friendship. Yeah. <laughs> she just can't watch my stories at I all. I think that's what it is. Um, but I, I have to give it to you. I think that that's um, for the kids, especially. It's kind of a cool yeah, it's thing. Fun. Total sidebar, personal. Same. I know that some people don't like us in the intros. Like, did you see <gasps> the one comment on the iTunes that was like, what was it? I just wish they would stop talking about their lives. <laughs> just get oh, to sh- 
interview. I get Sorry, it. Sorry, guys. I get it. Someone was like, I, my time is, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Um, which I, I totally understand. Uh, but we're three weeks in. Oh, we're going to talk about food. So Real guys, quick. you this know, is food. hey, yeah. like, this is food. This so is food. And we always jump are, in. Yeah. And we're always talking about like a little um, sort of like the fitness side of things or like sure. some trends and yeah. eating and health Fun and all stuff. that. Yeah. Uh, we're doing this whole life challenge. We are. Um, and for the last three weeks plus at this point, I think we're like 22 days yeah, in Yeah, we're now. about 22, yeah. Uh, no sugar, no dairy, no gluten, no soy. What am I missing? Sugar, no dairy, no, no gluten, alcohol. no soy, no alcohol, no, um, um, no flowers of any kind. Right. No, no flowers. Um, and then yeah. s- someone at home is right now like, no fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I understand it's a going lot of into no, it. It's a lot of no stuff. Yeah. Like most things that you sort of introduce to me that are good for me or that end up being, uh, you know, really fulfilling for me. You I resist. really fight it hard. Yeah, you resist. Um, and I you did. You still are saying that I made you do this, which I did not. I just offered it as a, that's my, my new uh, approach. <laughs> it's just offering you something. Stretching. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, it's not just food, but it's no. all, it's, it's staying away from all those things. So it's basically clean eating. Yeah. It's not that hard if you can cook yeah. and you have access to like fresh vegetables and yeah. protein. You can eat protein. Okay. But tell them, you, are you going to give them the recipe? Oh, you want me to give him that recipe? You should just we give don't it usually to him, do really. recipes. I know, I, but you should just give it I, to him. I cooked pork chops the other day. And because of this, it's actually been a little inspiring because I'm in the kitchen and there's a lot of things that I would use. Namely, like even if it's a drizzle of honey or a little right. bit of soy, a lot of these things that I would just use to boost flavor and like sauces, um, you know, are, we can't use right now. So my sauce game is sort of like, it's been challenging to find sauces, but I found a great one, a three ingredient sauce. Here it um, goes. Here it goes. You can have miso because it's fermented, yes, right? right? Yes. Um, yellow mustard with no sugar in it. Right. And which, I think it's uh, white miso is the kind that we it's have white miso, to be specific. Right. White yeah. miso, yellow mustard, just like you would put on your hot dog, mm-hmm. um, and chicken stock and okay. or drippings from like a, a roast chicken or a pork chop in the pan mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Swirl it together. What's the ratios gravy. here? Mm, you're such a home cook. I like I, that. Yeah, Ratio is basically um, a half a cup of like juice or stock. Sure. Right? So like the drippings of a chicken in a pan or mm-hmm. a pork chop in a pan. Or today I had some of that pork butt out on the, uh, which the kids thought it was funny <laughs> that it was pork butt. It's a shoulder, right? <laughs> Kid humor. Um, so a half a cup of juice and then let's say two big tablespoons of white miso and a good squirt, a good two, three second squirt of yellow mustard. Whisk it all up, throw it on the stove. So easy. Yeah. And it's like this flourless gravy. Yeah. You got some of the umami from texture. the miso. Yeah. And it just, especially for pork, it's just been really dynamite. So look. You that's used like it this, on uh, baked beans too. Oh, that, I used a, similar, I did. Right? I threw some cider vinegar in it. So you can okay. also take it a little bit more of a barbecue way and add yeah. some... Uh, uh, you know, unfiltered cider vinegar to it. Yeah. Um, but it's been amazing. This is also, besides the nutrition, it's got um, like a stretching flexibility sort of uh, yoga angle to mm-hmm. it. It's yeah. got reflection and mindfulness mm-hmm. that's been incredibly helpful. Yeah. Um, and uh, it also has, what's the one that I, it's got sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Which is the one that's, that's one. really tough for me. Yeah. And hydration, which is great because I just, I have to Your drink 60 ounces. Great. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's what water will do I, for you. I appreciate it. I mean, it must because Chrissy Teigen just liked one of my Instagram posts. Oh, you are such a braggart. Uh, she, well, she did, but it's like, and it just pops up like, Chrissy Teigen liked your post. I, yeah. My heart like skipped I bet. a little. Yeah, like, I, bet I mean, even, like, even though we've hung with her once or twice on set, uh, it's still kind of like, yeah, I'm still not, a fanboy. That doesn't really mean that much. No, it doesn't mean anything. 
<laughs> it doesn't mean anything until you got someone's cell phone and you're texting. Exactly. I think that's what it is. That's the truth. Um, but it's been kind of amazing. I guess you, people could find out about Whole Life Challenge. And there's all yeah, different this sorts is of them. not an ad, I don't No, think. not at all. Yeah, this but is it's not just an ad. something that we're doing. And uh, I think you're about to like it. <laughs> no, I'm liking it. I'm definitely liking I, you're it. You're fluctuating. You're I love, I need discipline, you know, in different yeah, ways. You know, true. like even yes. like this podcast. Like, let's be honest, this is late Sunday night and yeah. I'm heading out of town. Yep. The podcast drops on Tuesday. Yep. And none of us wanted to do this open tonight none of us not me not you not lucy no one no one in the house wanted to but the fact is we got to get it done it's our job we do love the podcast yeah and um you know sometimes you just got you got work to get it in you got to do what you got to do um so listen before we get into it i want to take a minute jasmine okay i want to talk about underwear oh yeah yeah okay underwear everybody needs it right yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> should, yes. That, that's true. And new is better than old, that's for sure. Uh, and they have to be comfortable. So you got to get some MeUndies, Jasmine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, you have some, don't you? I do. Um, you have the ones with the avocados on I it? I do. It's yeah. so California. Yeah. I have ones with like some egg yolks on it and like some sushi. Right. Sushi, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, MeUndies stay put. They don't move around. They come right to your door. Uh, you can get a matching pair for your partner. I want the avocado ones. We should have got matching ones. Totally. And uh, I'm going to guarantee that you're going to like them. They they really work for me, especially when I'm wearing these tight jeans that I wear every oh, once right. in a while on set. Yeah. You can't see them. This is a no-risk offer. They'll make sure you get the perfect pair for you. If you're not happy, they'll refund the cost, and you get to keep them. And because you're listening to me, you'll get 15% off your first pair and free shipping. Go to MeUndies.com slash starving. That's MeUndies.com slash starving. And here's an extra gift for you. Order a pair, take a screenshot of your transaction and send it to me and I'll send you another pair. You get one for 15% off and then another pair from me, free. Richard Blaze and Jasmine Blaze are sending you MeUndies. The first 25 people to send a proof of purchase, a screenshot of your purchase, a picture of the package when they arrive, send it to me. I'll send you another pair free. Just do it, guys. You got to do it. Um, Send me your proof. Go to gift at podcastone.com, put starving in the subject line, and you'll soon have another pair in your collection. Let's do this, Jasmine. What do you think? MeUndies.com slash starving. And now, I wonder if uh, Sang Yoon wears MeUndies. Here's Sang Yoon. They'd have cars on them, I bet. Sang Yoon is in the house. Sang. Richard Branson. Oh. Wow. Same thing. What a letdown. Yeah. What a letdown. Same guy. Yeah. Oh, no. This is why I said, yeah. I was wondering why. (laughs) I was wondering why Sang agreed to this. He's still not sitting down yet. I know. He's like, this is a real thing. Like, he's. So Branson's not coming. No. No. But, but, unless unless you can dial him up and get him in, we would love to have him. Um, this is so embarrassing. So Sang Yoon thought this was the Richard Branson podcast and we were going to talk about some posh stuff. That's why you're wearing those awesome shades right now. I thought it would be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like that's why you came in like just shining, some shining. Come so have close. a seat, brother. So close. Yeah. I'm going to read the emails more carefully. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. I was wondering why like the, it was like, oh, wow, really? Yes. Like yeah. I'm surprised because like yeah. the last time we hung out, I was like, that's the last time he wants to see me. And now, and now he's back. What's going on, dude? How are you? Hey, good, good to see, see you. you. I feel like this is how the, every that time we've spent together which has not been an incredible amount of time but I feel like this is how it goes where I feel a little uncomfortable around you (laughs) because you sort of like know how to like just yeah, you just you put me in a good place, like right off the bat. You're like, I wish this was. I, I thought this was Richard Branson, and it's Richard Blaze, and like that's the worst sort of dick move that could happen. That was a Richard joke, by the way. Oh, dude, I get it. Oh, I get it. How, how, I get it. How, Richard Blaze is a virgin, though. 
So there's that's <laughs> sort of like Richard yeah. Branson. I like that I make him uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, like I hope that he's not so kidding. Me too. I, I don't. No, I'm not kidding. No, he look lies. at him. He lies I'm, a lot. I'm incredibly, I'm incredibly revealing. Uh, it's just like this corkscrew spiral right now. <laughs> you're sitting um, so low in your seat. I know. <laughs> this is going down. I'm just going to talk for 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> dude, thank you. For, did you really think? You, there's no way you thought it was so stupid. <laughs> Sang delivered that so well. He did deliver. Did he really play didn't. poker? Because yeah. that was a good face. <laughs> He's a hockey player. Uh, I don't know if that has anything yeah. to do with that. that. Uh, is there a, is there a translation between like uh, the slick poker player and the hockey? I'm trying to think like what's Rister? the parallel to like gamesmanship. Does your gamesmanship come from your hockey, uh, your love of hockey? I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You love hockey. I do, but okay. What, oh, by the way, what gamesmanship? What are you First of all, to? I knew who was coming today. Look what, oh, I, wore. Okay. Look what I wore for you today. Rangers shirt. I wore, I wore, yeah. I wore a Zuccarello a... jersey tee. Now I really wish it was Richard Branson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Where's your Where's your hockey allegiance? Here. Hello. Okay. Hello. So you're. Yeah, that's right. Because you're born in born in born and bred and raised and all. And all I wasn't that. born here, but you know, right. I, I, you know, I, my family moved here when I was one. So. Oh, so pretty much, yeah. pretty much. Uh, so you're a Kings fan. Like, did you grow up? You know, you you're too young for Gretzky. No, no. no so that was great. Like you, yeah. that, no. was that like? No, I what? was here when they invented ice. Oh, right. nice, Perfect. Yeah. nice. Yeah. In L.A. Yeah. Which I mean, just to be clear, not he's not saying he ago. was around when ice was invented. No, I was actually. Yeah. When yeah. Ice, oh. No, literally, the ice age. Yeah. But when was, ice came awesome. to L.A., you were here. I said, "Bye, uh, dinosaurs." Uh, <laughs> I watched the extinct. Incredibly well preserved. I watched. Yeah, uh, Ye- yellow don't crack, yeah. girl. You know that. That's why they say that. Yes, yeah. for common. You look awesome for like ninety-seven. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm a hundred and ninety-seven. Yeah. I'm eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> that's no. That's you look forty-eight. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's course, what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. Pretty close, mm-hmm. actually. Pretty close. Yeah. So you were here for Gretzky, of course. The, the big move. But so were you were. Was that like when you became? A Kings fan? No, 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 okay. no. no. I, I grew up playing hockey. I started playing when I was like, uh, what was it, seven? Okay. So, like in the mid 1800s. <laughs> yes. When I started. Nice. Yeah. On wooden, like they were just like a wooden, wooden. Yeah. And like you put them on over your shoes. But like, how does one start to play hockey in LA? It doesn't seem like the most obvious. At that time, though. For a seven year old to jump. You know what I mean? Like there's surfing, there's yeah, I don't like ball, the ball. Yeah, I don't like the water. Perfect. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Only the frozen kind. Oh, you yeah. can freeze it? Yes. <laughs> Is way better. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't like water. I don't like sand. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like a sensory thing? Um, someone once said, I know why you don't like sand. And it, it was like a, it was supposed to be a burn. And it was, it was a woman. And she goes, because you can't control it. What? Wow. <laughs> nice. That's nice. I like that. That's yeah. like, wow. so, was it also like the Scarlet Witch from the Avengers? Like, who, <laughs> like, like, I feel like that's someone you have to run in. Like, that's like a riddle or something. Like, someone like, like an, a witch you meet in the forest says or something like that. Because you can't control it. Yeah. And is that, then that's so that stuck with you? You're like, yeah. you're right. You're right, actually. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. Sand gets everywhere. Sand gets yes. everywhere. You know, right? You know, it's, it's it free. does. It blows everywhere. It gets in your, you know, parts and mm. shoes. Uh, it know. does get in your parts. Yeah, yeah. It get, I my mean, husband's socks. the same way. He doesn't yeah. like it. He doesn't. No, your husband. I've been poolside with your husband. <laughs> Ooh, so he is <laughs> topless and poolside. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> or he was topless at oh. least. I might have had a shirt. Well. You had a shirt on. Uh, and uh, so the sand. So then, so it comes from a, a dislike of sand and and kind of water. But then you're like, <laughs> I'm gonna. 
Uh, but ice, frozen. I'm gonna jump on. I like this game. What what, what drew you to hockey? Uh, I used to when I was a kid, um, like little little kid, like two three years old. Um, somewhere like in a garage, I found a pair of uh, roller skates, adult roller skates, and I would um, put them on my hands before I could even like barely walk. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I like the we. I like the freedom. I like the sense that you know when you have like fluidity. You're not. Yeah. Uh, you, you feel less restricted. There is. It's yeah. like flying almost. Right. As maybe it, it the only is, other person, or do you guys skate at all, or no, have you roller skate, ice skate? I'm so bad at it. So we, we're the only two people it's here. Like tailbone injury. You skate like, yeah. constantly. I can I, I can skate, but no. on but I played a lot of roller hockey oh. growing up, which oh, is this, weird because you grew up in New York. I grew up in New York, oh. but it's also I mean okay now we're turning this into a hockey podcast, which is amazing. <laughs> but there is some like limitations Perfect. to being being able to get on the ice, hmm. even just for the because there's not that many like rinks. I mean, oh. not, not too many people are living so far north that. You you can just like go, go out, out ba- go the in the pond. backyard and yeah. skate around the pond, right? <laughs> okay, so so it starts with roller skates. You like the fluidity, fluidity yes. of it. Yeah. Then I was taking ice skating, and I saw some kids like like my age. They were playing hockey, and I said, I, "That's what I want." Yeah, yeah. because it, it is. It's just kind of a. Is it? Was it the gear as well? That mm-hmm. was the gear. Yeah, I want, well, definitely. Yeah, I started yeah. as a goaltender. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's oh, all the gear. Say, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Get, like I want yeah. all the all gear. Yeah, yeah, I want the mask. I want. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I want. Yeah. You look like a. And your parents gladiator. at the time must have been great. I mean, they must have loved that because it's also that's probably the most expensive thing you can do in sports as a kid. It's also dangerous. Be, yeah. Besides. Horse yeah, riding. I mean, yeah, horse aiming ho- hockey pucks at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't yeah. good. Uh, yeah. While you're on slippery ice <laughs> on yeah. skates, as my mom put it, while wearing knives on your feet. Yes, perfect. <laughs> oh, that is so true. Well, now you're getting graphic though. There's always that. Um, uh, well, there's the there's this there's the chef thing. There's yeah. sharp blades. You ever cook with a hockey skate? Uh, I have. Have you? Have you ever had to do some silly segment where <laughs> you had to chop vegetables with a skate but, uh, or something like that? I hope no, not. No, I don't do as much I hope not. TV yeah. as you. Uh, he was also he also <laughs> very kindly took a second pause there. He was gonna say, I almost don't do as the <laughs> TV that you do. <laughs> or and there was a little bit like I have a little bit more integrity than you do. I would not chop vegetables with a skate. In all fairness, it wasn't me, it was a figure skater. And I just had to sort of direct the, the oh, bit. Really? Remember was it was Jason Olympics? Brown. Yeah, it was the thing oh, we did yeah. for the Olympic team. Yeah. And one oh. of the bits was like, look, a shape is so a, a skate is so sharp that you can slice can- scallions. With it, Can which you? Is, yes. Yeah. Oh, Those things. Yeah. I didn't know it was yeah, that I'm, sharp. A soup like like I, every once in a while, there's this there's a horrific goaltender injury. Oh yeah, isn't there? There's been some gross once in a while. injuries. Yeah, like I, I mean, what? Once, once every five years, yeah. like it's long, right? Once every five years, but you can if <laughs> if you want to YouTube some horrible stuff, you can find no. some some bloody ice somewhere. <laughs> So uh, we've always... lost Artie. We've lost Artie here. <laughs> no, no, I'm yeah. into the. I I like bloody sports. Actually, I'm nice. so glad you're here. Hmm. Yeah, really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so Artie, there's a sport. There's a sport I don't get called... Richard Branson. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, that's, why nice why, that's why I brought the full squad. By the way, so you would feel like everybody this was, yes. like this was worth worth it. All right, so then you jump on skates, you fall in love with hockey, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a love well before cooking comes along. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's. You know, I, I don't know if that's number one, number two, but yeah, it's it's a I love it. Nice. Uh, Did you ever want to do it professionally? 
And I played in college, um, which is pretty. That's pretty amazing. professional. And yeah. there was, you know, a, a half a minute where you thought, eh, you know, but no, it just wasn't wasn't meant to be. Did where you did continue you? to play goalkeeper, or did you? No, a- after college, I stopped. I stopped playing for like seven years completely. Uh, but in college, you were a goalie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah. where, where 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 were you? Where did you go to school? Boston University. So okay, <laughs> let's just let's let's set the table here. That's a good team. Angry people set in Boston. The, we'll set the table too. Like this is a major. That's a major hockey major place. hockey school. Yeah. This is pretty D one. Cool. Yeah, there's some top, hockey players there. Yeah. Top ten teams in the country. So like you didn't just like oh I went to school and like you, you kind of undersold it a little bit, which is I guess your style. You're not me. I would have <laughs> oversold that. Yeah, I would have been like I was NHL bound, but then no. I. <laughs> no, it was never. No, it was never on that track. But you know, I played in a, a pretty good school and. Uh, I was a practice goal. I never made the D1 squad. Okay. But, but I got to play with those guys. You got to wear the jersey, dude. I got to yeah. wear the, yeah. And, uh, you were the Rudy of Boston. Well, I, got, uh, I went to college late because I was working, you know, in France. Right. And, and uh, Monaco. And I, I didn't, I was a, I was a 20 and a half year old freshman. So wow. I had to, I had to red shirt because right. I was a little late. Which doesn't yeah. seem too old, but I guess in, in, when you're young, you know how like when you're yeah. really young, the difference like someone's a year older than you, yeah. you're like, oh my yeah. God. He has a license. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. He can drink. He can drive. Yeah. We need to. Totally we need to be friends with this guy. Yeah. Um, His so age starts with a two instead of a one. Like it's a big deal. Yeah. No, yeah. it's huge. Hey, taking a second here uh, to take a sip of this delicious uh, San Pellegrino uh, sparkling water. It's delicious, isn't it, Jasmine? Yeah. Yeah. Bottled at the source in Bergamo, Italy, which the Blazers are going to Italy in the fall. Uh, it's been bottled there since 1899. A premium mineral water that's naturally filtered by the Italian Alps. During the 30-year underground journey, minerals are absorbed as the water flows through geological formations to its source, creating a unique and refreshing taste. I don't know if you know this, everyone, but in all of my restaurants, I proudly serve S. Pellegrino, not only because of the taste and how it enhances the flavors of the food I serve, but because of the brand's relentless support of the culinary community, just like they support starving for attention. They facilitate mentoring opportunities and support the livelihood of the culinary arts. S. Pellegrino is a brand I trust directly from the source. I enjoy it at my dinner table each and every night and uh, listen as you gather around the table with family and friends I encourage you to enhance your own meals by choosing S. Pellegrino to find S. Pellegrino in your area and for some additional culinary inspiration visit sanpellegrino.com so you know we weren't going to get deep into the origin story but I love this also like so you were in France so like just take us real back to this moment so like you're in France and then you go to 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 school and are playing hockey and you're in France cooking. Yes. What prompted the going back to school moment? Oh, it was a, a um, handshake deal with my parents. Uh, we will allow you uh, to go um, chase down this ridiculous notion of you cooking. Because it's like, ha In life, yeah. right? So my dad said, just let him go. It's a phase. He'll get out of it. You know, like, just, just. Yeah. Because culinary school didn't work out for me. So they're like, yeah, just let him go. He'll be back in six months. Like, it won't work out. So right, he's not that tough. But culinary school didn't work out. No, it didn't work out. So um, <laughs> we're just are we just gonna are we just not gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna slide that right yeah. up right yeah, over. Yeah, like sure. it just didn't Skate work over. out. <laughs> like it didn't work out because you didn't want it to work out, or it wasn't a mutual fit. Let's put huh. it that way. Nice. Yeah. Huh. Were you fighting in culinary school? Because I feel like there's this hockey. Like it seems no, like I just I, I was bored by it. It just it was too slow. The pace mm-hmm. of it was very mm-hmm. like it felt like spoon feeding someone, and I've never been good at. Like, school was like, I'll do it, but I was never, like, passionate about it, any kind of school. Got so, it. to Got me, it, it was like, yeah. so the reason I went to school school was uh, my parents made a deal. We'll let you go gallivant around Europe, but you have to go to real school. 
that's the deal. So nice. Yeah. So then, but you're, when you're in Europe, I'm assuming then that's when you're like, I'm a chef. Like I'm going to be a chef. I didn't know at that point. Okay, but you're but you've seen the light. And yeah. So are you, are you happy to then take that sort of time out to, you know, go must back have to been school? Frustrating. Yeah. This is a. This is. That must have been frustrating <laughs> to go to university doing something you don't want to do. Well, I end up getting a. Uh, I was a psychology major. Oh, so I do, oh my yeah. gosh. I, you are I, an yeah. onion. You really, you really yeah. still, yeah, stuck yeah. it to your parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really what it was. It's all about that. Artie, I spent my amazing. entire life saying, Artie, you, know, you have a middle kind of, finger to my mom. Don't you have like a similar-ish story as far as like school and like and doing something pursuing something different. different than what you ended up wanting yeah, to Yeah, but I wanted like what I was studying in school was journalism and I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted to take over CNN like so I was super happy Wait, did you say you wanted to take over CNN? I, in my yeah. <laughs> That's great. I kinda, With a gun. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now. Yeah. It didn't work out, right. guys. It was uh yeah, no, I wanted to be Christian Amanpour and I just wanted to take over. Ooh. Like I just wanted to I, You're my Christian Amanpour. But she oh, wants to be you. you. Yeah, oh, now she does sure. for sure, don't yeah. you think? She's doing great. She's doing great. But anyway, so it was different. So I would think that would be so frustrating to be in school studying, unless you really liked psychology. But yeah, that's not no, cooking. I did. No, it's not cooking. But you just uh, you require. But I have come to learn uh, that psychology is required <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to be in the business. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, you also like really illustrate like even just by walking in the door, you're like, I'm going to play some mental games with this dude. <laughs> Watch this, I win. All right, so you're now. So you're a hockey player that went to that was, you know, formally trained, as they mm-hmm. would say in the theater world, in France. How does that work out as a hockey player when you're like just like having some brews with the boys? And uh, like I'm just, I don't know. For some reason, like I, I, you know, hockey is like a pretty aggressive yeah. sport for the most part. Um, back so, in the so day, this is it, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Like, do, is is that is that the similarity there? Like the 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 sense of urgency in a kitchen versus like the sense of urgency on the ice. The teamwork certainly is is comparable. Yeah. The the, the biggest uh, parallel is the teamwork. Cooking, I always say, is a team sport. You, mm-hmm. it's it's not golf or tennis. You <laughs> you you're only you know uh, you know a link in the chain, and everyone has to participate. And if someone has a bad day, you know the whole the whole thing go, can go down. So. I, I I think I continue to play team sports, uh, even though I'm an only child. I'm you know like I don't like other people, but um, <laughs> but but what hockey teaches me is the reliance on others, and mm. you know that's that's what I do for a living. Is I rely so heavily mm. on others, and I'm only one person. And we all know that we can't. None of us can do what we do. Without you know, that's kind of fascinating. I mean, even more so. I mean, knowing a, a little bit about hockey and being a fan, it's it's one of the rare sports where the teamwork, like you might only touch the puck for literally a second every time you get the puck. Right? Mm-hmm. There's so much movement. Literally, the puck is bouncing around ice. It's not like other sports where like you can hold the puck. And like, unless it's like I can, right? Unless it's 1979 USSR and you're Makarov or something like that. Like, it's really tough to just be like, I I got the ball. Everyone get out of my way. It doesn't happen in hockey. It's even a little bit more of a team sport. Even in soccer, there's moments where you can have the ball and there's a little bit more relaxed setting to it. Certainly not baseball. I always said, is there? What's the goalie position in the kitchen? Oh yeah. Who's the goalie in a kitchen? By the way, and and this is not because you're here. And I've told you this. (laughs) If I had to pick, uh, if I was, if I could be a professional athlete. And like you could pick any sport in any position, mine would be hockey goaltender. There's just, I, I, and for the opposite reasons, probably why you 
our goalie. I like the shine to be on me. Mm. <laughs> mm. Really? Right. If you're the goalie, mm-hmm. like like literally, your name's going to be called fifty a times a game. Face mask. Like Even if with you, the pressure of it all. That's I like the pressure, shy. but that's you what I'm like saying. I like that. Like, oh wow, it's game's tied. It's overtime, and like really? it's all on you. Well, one thing I know about goalies, just in general, is they're all crazy, bad, <laughs> crazy, all of them, Full, in any sport, any sport, in yeah. any sport. Right. like you're the cra- right, you're the crazy one that wants to go in the yeah. goal and get stuff kicked at you, shot at you, thrown at you, whatever it is. Do you crazy. relate to that? To that to liking having that pressure on your shoulders? Well, I think the goalie is the chef. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, right. the head, well, yeah. head chef. I think because the goalie is the last line of defense, and mm-hmm. it ultimately it it, it ends it, well. It, the goalie is the problem solver. Yeah. It, it, you know, when you're out, man, they're, they're coming at you, you know. They're a coach on the field, for sure. Or yes. well, I, well, rank, whatever well, it is. Yeah. You know, like, you're in the weeds. You know, you got to get yeah. us out of this yeah. problem. So, you know, the, the, goal, the goaltender. Level unlocked. <laughs> Saying you came on, it took 17 minutes, but we just unlocked the next level. No, he, you're right. The, 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 the chef is the goalie. Like, when you're, when you're talking to your team on the past and, like, you're leading a service. Uh, that's the person who's. But also, it also comes down to if the shit hits the fan, you have to solve it. It right. all comes. They're all looking to you to say like you'll save right. us if something happens. Mm, oh, right. right. It's like looking at it's like the you know when the chef is on the pass checking the food. Yeah, like, if I make a mistake, he'll save my you know the goalie will save my bacon. Mm-hmm. He won't let me fail. Right. Mm-hmm. And if it comes back to the if the food comes back to the kitchen, it's the goalie's fault. If the score yeah. was if if, if it's yeah one, right your name's right. On, you're the you're the name that people are going to remember from that. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, who in the it's also the only position where if a team wins or loses, an individual is identified. You get a mm. W or an L next to your name. Not just the team, right. like the really? Kings loss, but like Richard Branson loss. Yes, right. That's they true. keep track of your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and, and with hockey, it's also really tough because like the save percentage of mm-hmm. a goalie is like usually in the 900s, right? Like it's, it's like nine... Like if you're, you're good. To, right. You're supposed to save, <laughs> you know... A, a t- you know, eighteen out of nineteen shots. I mean, it's 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 incredible. It's not mm-hmm. like other sports where, like, a soccer goalie might have to make. Only but you three have plays. to serve eight. You know, eighteen out of nineteen perfect dishes. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like you just you did. You unlocked it, bro. So who then is the backup goalie in in a kitchen? Oh, he's the because, <laughs> because there is a little bit. I mean, you might have to break down. Like backup goalies sort of have like a somewhat comedic present like in in like social media and stuff i think there's a, a account called like things backup goalies say and in like in the nhl level like the backup goalie might just like basically sit on the bench for most of the season right so like who's that character and and i'm assuming there's a lot like you have to be a bench player like you have to be have a great spirit you have to probably i don't know if there's a backup goalie in the kitchen yeah there's no back there's no i'm not backup. sure you just got to go get it i mean one. there's like yeah you have to wheel another chef in yeah <laughs> there it is <laughs> Like uh, uh, Blaze uh, turned an ankle. We gotta right. <laughs> that's it. We just right, well. That's and usually what happens in hockey. You just I guess trade. I'm the backup goalie. Right, yeah, there's only one, and like you just trade for another goalie. <laughs> like this is what happens. The backup. Well, me, really, imagine, what, imagine if there's another chef just sitting there on the sidelines by the pass in case yeah. you know you you lose your voice or something. All right. <laughs> well, um, keeping <laughs> the on coach the coach taps on the hey, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to get me back on track, but keeping with oh. the sort of hockey kitchen analogy, what is like you know I'm assuming. Like one of your favorite pieces of equipment might be knives. I don't know, like as yep. a chef, right? What's what's th- what's the knife for the goalie? Because I'm always curious too. Like with hockey, there's you know you get a glove and you get a blocker, and I'm always fascinated with this breakdown of how like the North American goalies are so much better with their glove hand because they grew up playing little league baseball or something yeah. like that. What's what's the most important like gear on a goalie? Well, the goalie has the biggest stick. 
That, oh, yeah, this is true. This is true. So is the, is the stick sort of the chef knife? Yeah, I mean, I used, to, I used to get penalized for, well, this is a long time ago, but I used to slash people with, you know. Oh, the, old school. Yeah. Yeah, old school goal. Wow. Yeah, you get near nice. the, like Billy Smith. I'm a, yeah. I, I grew Let's up jump. actually without the Rangers jersey. I grew up an Islanders man. Which well, the scouting report on me when I was a kid was they said, um, if you, uh, well, it's so funny. I, know, I never, never thought about this, but they, they, the, the crease is called the, the the colloquial term for the crease is called the kitchen. Ooh. So, so get in his kitchen. Oh, I didn't even wow. think about that. Wow. Yeah. So nice. guys would come by, they'd get in my kitchen, and yeah. they, they, awesome. they I was told that people said, like, that kid's a hothead. So <laughs> yeah. give him a little bump, right. and he'll lose his Oh, oh, and then you'll get, a, true. you'll get a penalty. <laughs> Which was totally true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. They had me. Yeah. Oh, you got the like, hey, he listen, if you push him, he's going to push you back on camera. Right. He'll get the penalty. Right. We'll be a man up. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. That's we're breaking great. it down. Okay, so we're... we're Love it. We, we, that's the most hockey we've ever covered on Starving for Attention. Ever. Uh, that's fascinating, though. That's, it is an, fascinating. that's the name of this podcast? It's yeah. The, it oh, wow. it's, the rich, it's Richard Branson is Starving really for Attention. You really didn't read your email at all. It's called Starving for Attention. Do you even attention? answer your emails? Yeah. Let <laughs> me talk to Who named that? I think... Are you really saying... You named it, maybe. I think so. Did you? I think so. That's so funny. I was looking at it today, and I was thinking, that's a really good name. Good it, job, Jasmine. It, it made everybody laugh pretty yeah, much. When we said Richard Blaze is starving for attention, yeah. it made so everybody good. be like, um, oh, so yeah, that's super appropriate and true. Well, listen, uh, Sang Yoon has been incredibly truthful, but the truth is most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and we forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different. For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just for your convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror or wherever else you want to mount it and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers. They use Quip every single day. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash starving right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash starving. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash starving. Hey, everyone. Uh, if you like this show, then you gotta join Heather and Terry Dupro on their show, Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig. Each Tuesday on Podcast One, they talk all things health, wellness, and beauty from a clinical science effectiveness to consumer practicality. It's a blast. You don't want to miss a second of it. Check out Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig at Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Also remember to rate and review. And since it's the summer of lovin', in honor of the Bachelorette finale this week, you may also want to check out Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow and The Amber Rose Show exclusively on Podcast One. You're listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. What we wanted to do with Sang and with Artie, 
our special uh, our, you're now just like a regular part of the show I love it you're I am very like, honored you're, you're, you're now you are the Christine Amanpour of oh, our podcast yeah. are you here so, all the time uh, sometimes the, when, oh, she can. Oh, when she can here, be sometimes I knew I was I needed people to kind of wrangle you in a little bit so like we brought <laughs> in literally everyone physically. you should have three you, other people that just, walk in right now um, I would have yeah okay. so uh, you're gonna t- uh, Artie so you're ready for your Christine Amanpour moment I'm ready for my so Christine lead us on some international news oh my I'm just gosh. kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> oops um, but I wanted to cover like do for the first time ever especially since you're a sports guy do you like this I, I feel like the food space is missing sort of how sports attacks um, their media coverage where there's like the Stephen Smith do you know anything about basketball at all uh, Barry Melrose I guess is the example right where there's always like two talking heads that take sort of like different sides of, a, of an issue right mm-hmm. and like why don't we have that in the food space well guess what today we're starting some of that we're gonna go around the table Bo-bo-bum. here cover a few topics we need a, and get a some thoughts song. I'll think of one yeah. Uh, yeah. and yeah, we do this. we do we need like a breaking news yeah. we need a breaking news and Artie Sequera Jeff is on it as we speak he's pulling it up um, yeah. Jasmine, you're going to yeah. lead us into the uh, gonna, dialogue here. we got a couple of questions. Listen, that. this is all going to be really heavy stuff, Sanks. I hope you're prepared. This is like... <laughs> Where should we start? Should we start? I mean, we haven't talked about food, actually, yet. Yes, that's true. So, Let's start with something we don't that has always, to do with food. We don't always, to be honest, but, right. but um, uh, we'll talk Podcast about- One does have a hockey podcast, by the way. We can, really? Well, I'm sure we can say yeah, you, you we can book you for that. Can I be yeah. a guest? We can book you for that. That would be a great guest. I bet we can. And at least you get something out of this visit. You're like, I got another visit on a podcast that I actually want to be a part of. All right, lead us with the first question, Jasmine. All right, first question. Um, We're going to go into food. The world's best 50 restaurant list came out last week. Do you care? Do you like it? Do you look at it? What do you think? Ooh, I like this question. That's a good question. So also, is this also, is it the Pellegrino? It's Pellegrino. It is Pellegrino sponsored, yeah. Oh. Pellegrino's world's 50 best. They're sponsor of the pod saying Pellegrino's. (laughs) So so we love it? 50 best list. Is it, should it be a thing? Do you like it? What are your thoughts on the 50 best list? Who wants to jump in? And I want to know who's going to be Stephen Smith right here because you got to be like I was texting Grant Atkins last night. <laughs> he was pissed. And he was <laughs> like you got to have some inside ba- like knowledge I don't of think like I have okay. go sign go. All right, I think it's like any any list you know that one or any top any kind of roundup you know if you're in it you feel you know great. Um, if you're not you know you feel like. Ooh. But but it's but it's. Uh, I don't know. It's so subjective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where we're going you know, with this. It, yes. you know, I don't know. I mean, the the, the the 100 best hockey players book came out. You know, like, you know, are they really the 100 best? I don't know. How do you how do you gauge it? Because because in in um, in the restaurant world, like, we don't have stats. Right. We, right. we, we can't pull that up mm. and say like he's got it's, X yeah. wins, mm-hmm. X knockouts. You, you can't really rely on that. So it's like, how do you? Then you know who who's the arbiter of this. Right. Do you want stats in the restaurant game? Because this is another sideways tangent. How do you do? How do you but do what that? What would you measure? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'm working on an app with a friend. Uh, well, I have a friend who's working on an app. Let me rephrase <laughs> that. Is it like Yelp? Yelp? No, it's, it's too, too yeah. art. You know, it's too. I like, mean, too but much it's like a little art. bit more. Yeah. I'll just take two seconds on it. But it's basically something that we're like you know using GPS technology. If you wanted to, you could track all of your cooks in the kitchen, how many steps they're taking in their game. Like if you see like. If you're watching the World Cup, it'll tell wow. you this player ran two miles and he's been all over here. In the, and you could easily do that in the kitchen space where you could actually start getting not only stats for your cooks, but also for your guests. But how does that equate to like 
better dining or it's just metro i'm saying like oh usually with stats though it seems like the stats come first and then you figure out a way to use <laughs> that stat like i'm to using to tell you something about right like yeah. you know like if you look at the stats of like baseball's notorious for this right x amount of baseballs get hit to this spot in the field hey the data tells us that the ball keeps getting hit here. We should probably put someone in that spot. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, yeah. like, I, I think the data and the metrics would actually give you more insight. So into we can play business. Moneyball with with, uh, re- with restaurants. Right. Oh, oh. Wow. Now we're in it. Like, you're happy to be here now, aren't you? No. <laughs> no. Not yet. Short of, short not yet. of almost. Not, not, yet. not there yet. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, you, you're, you're, you're not really down with it. You don't, you're not down with the 50 best list just because, like, if you're in it, great. If you're not, who cares? Well, it doesn't apply to us here. But if you're, right, that's what I was going to say. Like, if you're not in it, does it really? Like I mean, are you well, shooting to be in it? Like I don't know. Because you I don't... did say you like if you're not in it, you're pissed. In general, with lists, you said that. Are you? Well, upset? I'm just saying right. that's you know true of well, anything. Are you? Though? I think. It... Are you that? Are you? Because you're a competitive guy. Obviously, you're an athlete. Uh, oh. it's, it's not something. I don't know. That that list, you know, like doesn't really apply to LA. I mean, there isn't really a. We're not like we're as a city aren't in that. Company. Not we're not even, even a Michelin not city. Even rep- right. 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 Yeah. So right. these sort of global roundups, we never count. I mean, look, if if Michelin comes back and you know, LA gets the you know kind of the recognition I think it deserves yes. on a global stage, then maybe I'll go, okay, maybe I'll start caring. But right. until then, you know, it, it almost feels like that's them, we're us. It doesn't matter. Right. Okay. So, right. So, like, you, you're you're indifferent to the world's 50 best list. Why is that? Why did, did LA used to have Michelin? LA Am did I, have um, Michelin. Oh, just for yeah. a year. For like just a, for a year they yeah. tried it out or what? Yeah, it was sort of embarrassing. They didn't, they didn't do a good job. Huh. Right. Yeah. But oh. it looks like they, it lo- like the Michelin guy looked like they read like a four-year-old issue of Zagat. Oh, mm. And then yeah. said, okay, that's, visited that's, all that's those the list. Yes. Yes. No, like, right. they didn't visit. They just oh. used right. the Zagat guide. They just, yeah. <laughs> Guys, that restaurant's not even open. Yeah, yeah no. Exactly. You just gave two Michelin stars to a restaurant in Santa Monica that's no, not happened. open. Really? No, it happened. Yeah, it they, did? Yeah, they gave restaurants to when the guide came out, they were closed. It's right. Like, oh. Oh. Well, that's always the worst. Oh By, and wow. as someone who's been on the other end of like a place that got like really great reviews, and then when the review came out, the restaurant didn't exist anymore. It's the worst also for the publication. So that's pretty embarrassing. So they just pulled out. So, uh, Artie, what are your thoughts on uh, world's 50 best list? Because you are an international traveler, I, new journalist, yes, I, we, food personality. <laughs> Me and Christian Amanpour. I was on the phone with Christian Amanpour. See, and right. she Perfect. said. Yeah, and she right. was like, I can't believe they skipped. Uh, where has she been recently? Tickets. How did they? I'm on right. Jordan. Yeah, they yeah. skipped Jordan. Um, I think I think it's a, it's a very hard list to actually care about too much as a as a regular Joe because I'm I'm not going all over the world and trying all of these restaurants so it's hard for me to have an emotional response to it the one thing that I saw about it um, was that there are no women on it yeah, it's oh, is that all yeah, they really, male yeah. in this, chefs in this moment in of time that newest one yeah. era newest wow. one. and yeah. I just thought yeah. listen you don't don't include them don't include women because you want to be fat. Like, I don't want 25 of them to be men and 25 of them to be sure. women. But there's got to be at least one woman out there who is making yeah. food that is worthy of being on that list. Certainly. Certainly. So, so that, that kind of irritated me. And then that sort of just, after that, I really wasn't interested like, in reading it. it. And I'm not that kind of person, I'm, but that kind of irritated me. Would you, would you ever use a list like that to dictate, like, if you were traveling, would you look at a list like that and say, uh, yeah, oh, 
I'm going to go eat here. You know, I don't I know. Would, I would. I don't of, know if I Out would. of curiosity. But then, right. you know, it, maybe it's like a journalist thing. I always look for three sources. So if mm. if it's on that Ooh. list, oh. then you look for other sources too to back it up. <laughs> Two levels. I don't know why we're unlocking levels. I love it. It's not something we've ever done before. I love it. No, no. But like we now need a creaky will. door noise or something now. They'll yeah. like be like, oh, okay. The yeah, we need some video yeah, games or sound effect. Okay. I think it's what do you in, think? well, I mean my thoughts are similar to saying, like, it is to be honest about it and to say like they're amazing when you win yeah <laughs> right it's like totally when whatever mm-hmm. it is if we're talking about 50 best James Beard uh, local best burger in town whatever it is like when you win it you put up the pictures you're all about it yeah you feel great about it and when you're not on it the general response is they don't know what they're talking about who cares it's not about us it doesn't cover us and I think that that's an honest emotional response to it but when you specifically get into like the world's 50 best like, is there a more is there a more elite thing, right? Yeah, like, right. who yeah. who is actually, you know, my my what you're saying is like who actually like follows up on it. Mm-hmm. But here's the sad thing: I remember being in Hong Kong in like a hotel buffet, um, just like crushing like as many dumplings as I could eat for breakfast, and that was was happening. I'm mm-hmm. getting a picture. <laughs> yeah, and there was like two business people next to me, and they were literally like, "We're going to this restaurant that's the world's eighth best," and like they were talking, and I was like, "Wow." Whether it's uh, that or even television shows, like people do respond to these lists, and yeah. people will make plans. <laughs> Just like on the other level, where we were, we do a lot of work with Guy Fieri, and like a show like Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives drives people's. We know our family does it, mm-hmm. which is a little embarrassing, but they're from Florida. <laughs> a whole other topic. Like they drive around the country to go yes. to specific restaurants, right? <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> I mean, we might as well just call him out right yeah, now. Yeah, well, at this point. Um, you know, retired teachers who are like, oh, we watch Triple D and we're going to drive across country yeah. and we're going to go to these well, and it, places. I mean, it, it floats a restaurant. Like, yeah. it, it will make or break your, you know, little mom and pop shop if you get on that show. Which is, and, and that's the great, and that would be the good thing about these lists. But the thing is, what qualifies as a restaurant when they're saying the 50 best restaurants? Are they going high, low? Are they doing everything? They're all pretty high. Well, these are all, I mean, right? We'll from what I understand, high. these are all Michelin, three, you know, three Michelin star aspiring at least. This is yeah. not that, um, what was that, TripAdvisor uh, English right. bloke that opened up the fake restaurant on TripAdvisor? Did you guys hear about no. that? Oh. This is another hot take mm, here. This was a good hot take. So <laughs> someone opened up a fake restaurant with just a YouTube channel and an Instagram page. Wow. And uh, the restaurant ended up getting Like it was like top TripAdvisor restaurant yeah. in this oh, area of the UK. So they just loaded up on a Yelp fake reviews, basically. This yeah. restaurant's great. This restaurant's and great. And it wasn't even, I don't even think they faked them. I think at a certain point, they just started getting reviews of people that were like, yeah, I ate there and it was great. Oh. Like people just people, say, that's a problem with <laughs> Yelp, right? So, right. so stupid. Which is kind of like our our, uh, our 10-year-old does it every once in a while. Like, oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, I've been, She's I've been in that like weird like lying stage. No, you stage. haven't been to Morocco. <laughs> yeah. You haven't been to Morocco. We've known you your whole life. You're 10. Never been. <laughs> all right. So we all think that... Uh, the lists are great if you get on there. And also, uh, you know, props and respect to all of our friends who Absolutely, are on the list. Sure. Absolutely, Grant yeah. Atkins, who's a great friend of mine, who, by the way, I've been following. He went to the party, wherever the party was this year. Was it in Spain? Probably, like, on top of a, like, mountain yeah, uh, so, yeah, glass you know, underground cave. Anyway, he's like, been in Spain <laughs> for, like, the last two years, only eating 
three Michelin star restaurants and posting all the pics. So thanks for that. And congratulations to get on the list because if we were on the list, right. we would be really happy. Oh, I'd be yeah. sitting here talking about how amazing this the list, list is. is. I know. Um, <laughs> hey, everyone, listen. If you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for. But what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price, and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody, even Jasmine. All you're really looking for <laughs> is a price yeah. that actually means something. Introducing true price from true car. Now you can know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. True car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of your own home or someone else's home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price? Because true car shows you what other people paid for that same car you want. And your certified dealers know this, so they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. All right, next topic, a little bit uh, heavier, perhaps. Not heavier? Really. Okay, go ahead. Oh, boy. Jasmine, what's the next? I don't next, have anything next, heavier, next but I do have that you guys do like food demonstrations. That's something that maybe you've done in front of a crowd. And yeah. If you're anything like Richard, maybe you've lobbed a piece of food out in the crowd before. I don't know. Mm. Maybe not. Mm. But um, <laughs> news today, uh, the Philly Fanatic the mascot for the help me out here on Philadelphia here. Phillies Thank mascot, you. <laughs> like one of the most iconic mascots in all of baseball. Co- sort of looks, looks like, like a an dog eater, oh, but I don't yeah. think is a specific animal. Right, oh, I know. Okay. Right, just yeah. a fanatic. Okay. Got it. It's a uh, fanatic. Injured a woman with a hot dog cannon. Ooh. Hit her in the mm. face with mm. a hot dog. Nice. Knocked yes. her glasses off. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Gave her a black eye. Wow. But oh my gosh. She's not suing. Well, she's from Philly. <laughs> like, there's just a certain amount of like embarrassment. Like, you yeah. just gotta and walk great. that one she's off. She's fine. Yeah. So, okay. What's the that, question here? The question is, does that stop you from uh, your, your? This is more for you. Your really? antics. He oh. chucks stuff into the audience mm. all the time. And really, then, speaking of. Who told us not to? Who was it? Oh, Robert Irvine. Got it. Right. Okay. So oh. this is a personal one to me. This one is not personal. First of all, first thought is there's a hot dog cannon. Oh yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's an Oscar. I Meyer want a hot one, dog. Yeah. I, I want a, a branded yeah. Oscar Mayer hot dog. Cannon. It's shaped like a. I'm hot actually going to try to buy one. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like, like I mean, I'll get on Amazon. Elon Amazon Musk. Right <laughs> the Boring Company flamethrower is great, but I want the Oscar Mayer hot dog cannon. It's shaped yeah. like I'm a hot dog. I'm going to use it. Yeah. Uh, so that's my first I, thought. I, w- I would like to be shot with it. <laughs> nice. Straight in the mouth. Repeatedly. <laughs> Repeatedly. Yeah. But it, hopefully it's a hot dog machine gun. <laughs> right. I, and I've been on, you know, too, Rapid we made fire. many trips recently to Costco. That's the yeah. kind of gun I, dog I, I would be for. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's perfect. a perfect yeah. gun. Here's my issue. As someone who uh, does a lot of these food shows and went through a small phase where I realized you don't have to have any content when you do these demonstrations. If you just throw food at people, they will go bananas. Which makes sense. Like if you yeah. think of, if you go to a sporting event and someone shoots a five dollar T shirt into yeah. the rafters, grown people go nuts mm-hmm. over trying to jump over children mm-hmm. to get like mm-hmm. a silly T shirt. Well, it's when people try to catch the ball, right, in right. baseball, and they're like uh-huh. pushing people, kids out of the way. At least that's a souvenir. At my True. shows, I'm tossing out a fried chicken oyster or yeah. a marshmallow, like an or old whatever. an old fried mushroom, and you're like, really? Yeah. Well, egg, <laughs> you're and like eat people that? are going nuts, right? So like for me, I am against throwing things in the audience now because for me it's become as a showman dare I use that term wow a little bit of a crutch and I've recently also just learned that one of my other crutch cheap cheap laugh Mm. and a cheap reaction the other one is dropping an F-bomb 
Yes. Which I've been doing more of lately for some of my live shows. I know, you're like appalled. I don't think I've ever heard you <gasps> drop right. an F-bomb. I've been doing it a lot well, live. Well, if you were at the Aspen Classic, Ooh, you dropped I, I, like yeah. five or six. Wow. And right that's a, super, Pepin, that's a like, super stuffy crowd. They yeah. loved it, though. No, they because did guess like what? Guess no what one gets else people to laugh? Jacques dropping Pepin. an F-bomb yeah. and firing a marshmallow into the crowd. Jacques Pepin's so not dropping an F-bomb. I'm a little uh, torn. I think it's context, I'm right? torn with this. Saying, hot dog cannon. I'm torn. I can't answer. Hot dog cannon love. Yes. I've, I've been known to drop too many F-bombs during those demos as well. No. Yeah. Yes. But it works though, right? Yeah, no. Cause, but I'm, but I'm you know, when you're bombing, you know, you got to throw a <laughs> joke in. You know, you yes. have to. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? You know, like, how, like how fun is it to watch like, well, look, watch the oil bubble. Like, who cares? Right. Like, you need to, you know, those cooking demos aren't really cooking demos. They're just like, you know, like I'm bored. Do something. Like entertain me for yes. 30 minutes. Mm. I call it While I go day cooking. drink. Which no, is my, yeah. I'm like, it you know, I'm going to go day drinking, you know, in a minute. So mm-hmm. let's do something funny, man. Yeah, like, get yeah. along with it. Right. So <laughs> if you drop a couple of bumps, people generally laugh about it, right? Yeah. You make yeah. a joke about, you know, being... Watching in... cooking's boring. Let's be honest. Mm, yes. Watch, mm. you know, That's like, right. You know, Unless... That's why Emerald had a band, you know? <laughs> That's totally. so true. Unless, yeah. though, it's not boring when you got a hot dog cannon. Yeah. And now you're about to shoot a hot dog cannon into a crowd. I agree with the throwing the stuff in the audience because... You know where we need to get. You have to engage them because you're just sitting there watching right. a guy stir a pot or talk about. You got to get them like, out of their seats. They're like, oh, you know, like you should really try tripe. It's delicious. <laughs> it's just the cooking demos are stupid. We need That's to get, true. We need That's to get, so true. By we the way. need to get saying to Bottle Rock. Have you yeah. been to Bottle have Rock? You, not well. Because oh. that demo. Is no, I know. Not, like, Bottle any. Rock is always around because I have a restaurant in Napa now. They keep yeah. asking me, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but Bottle Rock is uh, right always around my birthday. Uh, my birthday is always like Memorial Day time, so uh, yeah. I don't I don't want to go. I don't. Mm, right. I'm always disappointed because it's the lacrosse final four. I'm a big lacrosse guy. Do you do you lacrosse? Well, sidebar. Now I'm surprised with the hockey no. comparison. Okay, <laughs> so you are oh you're okay with like making it entertaining. Uh, I think it has to be entertaining. Otherwise, it, you right, you're making well because cooking demos are only interesting to other like like I'm interested if you were demoing some technique right. And I'd be like, okay, I would be professionally curious. curious right. right. But if I'm watching you on TV or you pervert, you not you. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. yeah. Do a demo, Giada, whoever is doing a demo, I am i don't care. I don't want to watch that. But that's just me. I am i don't think, I don't find it's, that entertaining. Yeah, it's more of a show. It's got to be a show. It has to be entertaining. So, uh, choose me another angle. Right. So, yeah. Hot Dog Gannon's one of those. Uh, Artie. Um... Do you drink on stage? Sorry. I don't drink at all. Oh, because so, Tim Love yeah. does those demos. He just gets drunk. Yeah, so we, same yeah. thing. We've so another that. cheap, yeah. I feel like a cheap right. joke. Taking shots. It's super cheap. Like we're going to do some yeah. shots. Let me call someone from the audience right. and let's yeah. do a shot together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Those are all, I mean, but I love all, I make, Tim, I love Dog and Tim Love. We're Tim good love. friends, but I also love going after him because like, <laughs> they're all, but yeah. these are all, I feel necessary. Oh, but but my question would be, why can't we stretch our creativity no. past the point where, like, I don't no. do... No one cares. Uh, outside of just recently <laughs> starting to drop F-bombs, I'm finding ways to engage. Ah, because, you know, we bring the nitrogen, we do the fun, you know, the beautiful, <laughs> yeah, 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 showy yeah. stuff, yeah. we light yeah. on fire, we do, you know, crazy stuff, but it, like, at the end of the day, right. you know, I don't think, I think you need an F-bomb, you need just a couple of tequila shots, you need to throw some... Yeah, I nice. think that's all necessary. It's like decorating a cake. I don't, don't, I don't, I don't this... feel that what you do, the way you're doing it, is, is. You're a specific type of comic. If you're a comic, like you're, not, you're like you gotta pull rash, the, like the Gallagher. Right? You got to bring some audience participation. Yeah, I think mm, you need. Okay, that. all right, yeah. Artie. Mm. None of us are that smart. Artie, what was the last time you chucked something into a crowd? I, do, I don't do the chucking into the crowd. You should. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna, th- <laughs> <laughs> I'm Go gonna think about it. I don't do. The, I don't make it like. Um, 
But I, but I do like the hot dog cannon a, a little while. So I became a citizen last year. Congratulations. Thank of you so where? much. Of where? We need of, more of them. Um, of America. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, of America. Yes. You should have held up. Yeah, yeah. were you it's sure about it? Timing, I just want to make sure. You know, you I did like... it right before the inauguration, so I was very good, sure good about it. Nice, okay. Um, yeah. But... Um, so, and the, my husband, Bren, had this show idea where I would go around America and find these quintessential American things that you can't find outside of the country. And one of them was going to a game and trying to catch the hot dog out of a hot dog cannon. I didn't even know it existed. So, I mean, until this morning. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm so far I, behind. I know. I'm, I'm in favor of it, of it because I do think that it's, it's just a quirky, silly, goofy thing that yeah. we do here. Um, do, do I think that a person in a massive suit who can barely see anything should be operating said cannon? <laughs> Don't know. Not sure about Listen, that part of it. I'm 100% sure we could build a hot dog cannon out of a t-shirt cannon. Yes. Yes. True. Like right now. Yeah. I feel like we're smart enough. And <laughs> is this they? a new challenge? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> this will be a video this is content. A new podcast. Yeah. I think the technology is rel- readily available. Readily. So no one's taking the other side, but the other side is, and this was our friend Robert Irvine, who at an event who once told us, it, yeah. don't ever throw anything into the crowd for liability reasons. Don't ever chuck anything, any food, anything into the crowd. And certain shows now will tell you, where were we just recently? Mm-hmm. Where they were like, you're not allowed to throw anything mm-hmm. that's food into the crowd too because someone People eats it, eat whatever. It. And it's like, oh, yeah. time yeah. sensitive. I don't know where it was. But like, yeah. uh, so I don't do it anymore. Uh, unless I give you the Jedi sort of liability waiver, like I'm about to throw a hot dog at you. <laughs> oh, I, you uh, throw cooked food? I have. Oh. Like, again, it's like, uh, you know, like, oh, hey, I... <laughs> what do you think about that now that yeah, you think no, now about that? <laughs> well, in all <laughs> fairness, I'm assuming the hot dog was cooked. No? I mean, are, we I shooting, are we shooting raw hot dogs? This changes everything. What's a the frozen hot dog. No, a raw hot dog is no less safety than a Right, hot I know. Dog. Like, That's a hot same. dog. That's yeah. true. Exactly. It's about yeah. thing, I guess it doesn't have to be warm. What if it was like packaged food, like like packages of Velveeta? That's, or, well, that's in a box. Smart. Or like For boxes. Sure. Why are we Velveeta, not shooting? Velveeta could kill somebody. Like mac and cheese and ramen cups. Like we should be firing all of these things in the There's a lot of sharp corners on those things. We should talk offline about this. Do we sure we want to broadcast this? This is an idea. There's a lot of ideas that are brewing. Okay, so Jasmine, what about your thoughts right. on the hot dog cannon uh, you know I like hot dog cannon I think it's mm. fun uh, but you know I mean when it comes to our liability no no more yeah got <laughs> no it not, not for us if you do want to find me locally though you can find me at the local Costco two dogs three bucks boom are you throwing them out with an onion have you seen the onion machine at I Costco have. I no. love it the cranky one yeah. oh yeah the okay. relish too this is a weird what? answer is it really chopping the onions or is it no. just no no it's a dispenser it's Costco <laughs> it's a dispenser it's Costco. you they, ruined the joy for me buy a dumpster full of diced onions I want to have blades in it fresh onions. That would be so great. Um, did we talk about it on the pod where I want to like, we always have these yes, scenarios. Yes, Jasmine's yes. really good at this. Like if like everything just like, if we were down on our luck really bad, like how would we get by? And one of them would be like, I'd just be sneaking up to get onions at Costco every day. Because like no one's watching the onion machine. Like I just Unguarded. Like, yeah. It would Completely. Just, like, like, they don't even know what kind of an asset Lexans they have. of onions. Lexans? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Hold on. I'm almost done. Yeah, it's like, we don't I, have to do the bees anymore. I just go to Costco right, and right. steal them. I think you got at least three or four days before some someone even notices that like you're there a lot yeah. my food cost is so far down now <laughs> that's what I'm saying thanks that's to the onion machine, exactly. machine. alright uh, now we're gonna get serious uh, next hot topic we are the hot serious take. oh what are we gonna call this on the fly oh yeah this segment's called on the fly okay good okay. perfect um, ASMR ASMR. Mm. Are you familiar is, with? Oh, Artie is. Are you familiar with ASMR? Very saying? familiar. I don't. I don't do acronyms. Well. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So it's. Uh, what does ASMR stand for? I'm going to tell you right okay. now. Okay. Autonomous 
sensory meridian response. So it's the res- it's it's talking about the response that happens when you watch or experience certain things. And there's a large contingency of people that watch people eating mm-hmm. into microphones. Mm-hmm. Mukbang. Like, and it's called mukbang. 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 Yeah. mukbang, yeah. Mukbang. Um, I think it's actually I think it's originated Korean. in Korea. Yeah. The, I- mm. the videos of mukbang. it. Why are you pointing at me? No reason. Mm. So <laughs> videos and <laughs> China has recently. Strange. Listen to this. Prohibit prohibits it now. What? It is completely Banned. outlawed in China as pornographic. Bang. Por- I have banned always, there is like no joy so, left. Yeah. Well okay. that's that, exactly that's literally it because it, what it is is it it creates a euphoric response right. from people. And a lot of people say they sleep to it and things like that, mm-hmm. which is which, crazy. That's nuts. But I think like yeah. Anyways, yeah. mukbang is people eating uh, let's say a thing is. of ramen. You've seen these videos. You haven't. You, you don't watch the Instagram, on the Instagram or the YouTube? Mm-hmm. I, okay. I've never seen this. Eating uh, um fried chicken. I got really into eating, them. As a matter of fact, I've had yeah. people DM me on my Instagram account that's like, "Dude, I like look at all the things that you like on Instagram <laughs> and a lot of them are just like, you know, mukbang." A lot of them are just people slurping noodles. That was just Alon Hall, though. No, Alon Hall sent me what is the precursor to this. Alon texted me once. He's like, these are kind of sensual, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) And it depends, I guess, on what someone's eating and how it sounds, I guess. I don't find them sensual. Some people are completely just put off by the sound of people chewing, and it's disgusting. But isn't that also what makes it curious? It's like, oh, I didn't know fried chicken sounded like that so close up. It's so turning this thing on its head because back in the day when I started out in radio and they would say, don't eat while you're anywhere near a microphone sure. because it's a gross sound. It is a gross sound, and I think. Now you can charge people. Now yeah, you can have your own YouTube channel and be a millionaire like it's overnight. So- yeah. I know it's gross because every once in a while you'll look over me over here on the microphone and I know like I, I might I needed a drink of water and something. Like, like eating yeah. yeah, no. And then you're well, like, yeah. Oh gross. Or like that NPR mouth, you know, Ooh. where you oh, can hear like yeah, you know what I'm yes. talking about. It's NPR like NPR mouth? Like they need to brush their teeth or something. Something's happening in there, like that's Saliva's, it's right. saliva. Something's you can happening. Almost hear the saliva like bubbling. Or it's like they're becoming dehydrated because you lose a lot of moisture when you talk. Public radio mouth. That's what they call it. Yeah, because yeah, they do a lot nice. more talking. Thank God it's not called podcasting mouth. It might. <laughs> it could be. Drink your water. We're all I, losing I, a lot of water right now. Drink. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I have some water. Okay. If you drank so. your Pellegrino, Richard, this wouldn't happen. Uh, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thank you, saying. Oh my God! That, that, was, that sounded pretty good, actually. That's happening right now. Everyone, take a okay. That's that's Sang Yoon. Mm. I'm out of water. Oh wait, I'm the Korean oh, that was apparently. Nice. That was so very, very, that was very, very feminine. I couldn't do it very loudly. I was trying. Oh, oh, see, <laughs> yours sounded gross. See? Do you that see what I deal with? <laughs> he can't do on it on a daily life here. He's not, he, <laughs> What is wrong with you? That is freaking gross. <laughs> it's a Korean thing, Richard. I was trying. I'm trying really hard. Well, that was really good. What right? you can hear is all the water that's mixing now with my beard the, oil. Yeah. Gross. It's like now of eucalyptus. Of course you have beard oil. <laughs> I probably got it from your husband. Yeah, I did put some in his beard yeah. the other day. Um, okay, so. I'm not doing it. You're not going to do it. <laughs> Y'all are disgusting. That was our first podcast mukbang. Thank you. I love yeah, it. Three-way. I wish it was food, though. Um, I think it's so. China banned it. China banned it. Thoughts, Artie? Crazy Um, or not? First of all, China shouldn't ban it because who who is it hurting? But second, no, it's it's well, it's hurting the people that were getting millions of followers by watching them slurp noodles that could have monetized. 
that uh, work. I see what you're saying. And like, that's why I'm like, listen, if your thing is like, hey, people love watching me slurp noodles and I get sponsorships for it, then that, that kind of hurts for those people. But I don't know if that maybe was happening in China anyway. That seems like I don't a, know. I, a very I mean, American... I think it's gross. It's not necessarily something that I would fall asleep to, but I do watch crazy videos. Like, I watch videos of people getting chiropractic work. Because for I, the pop? For the, the po- it's more for the transformation of them, oh. sort of like walking yeah, in like bent over. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and then and then I actually sort of feel a little more open after that because I find myself stretching while I'm watching. This is gonna okay. That is amazing. Mm. What do you think? I, you don't have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> he's thinking about he's thinking about starting a channel. I I'm, think I'm, is what you were really I'm about good at. To it. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should do it. Yeah, you oh, can make money. We doing could do. It? Well, if you put it on YouTube, well, especially yeah. well, well, here's what's happening. Especially like, oh, I slurp noodles, I slurp noodles, I slurp noodles. Okay, here comes Lipton's cup of noodles. Yeah, right? would you slurp some of these? Yeah, we'll pay you fifty uh, grand for you know a couple videos, mm. depending on who you are. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, but you're like just I have kind a of strong future in slurping. You do. I think you do. I agree. Yeah. Well, also, uh, one of your restaurants is named after the word noodles, correct? Or correct. No? Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. So, like, I'm assuming mm-hmm. there's I lots have a head start. Of, you do. There's lots of. Uh, yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. you should open up the uh, Lukshan uh, Noodle Mukbang channel. Uh, okay, listen. As soon as I leave, we're getting okay, some like, social okay. media content at least on the Lukshan. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I, they shouldn't. I, they shouldn't ban it, right? They shouldn't ban it. Um, True. Anyway, so that's the heavy hitting news that we got. Uh, Jasmine, did you want to take a shot about the uh, mukbang? You want to talk mukbang? No, I, you know, I think it's gross. Um, uh, you know, I think it's gross and it's China. So I'm, I, you know, whatever. That's they what they do. do. What they want. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I still want to start my own page. Hit me up if you Fine. want to see the uh, starting for attention mukbang page. Gross. Uh, okay. <laughs> Nearing the end of the podcast. At the end, we always do this thing. Sang since you're a special guest. Um, honestly. One of the most special guests we've had. Uh, <laughs> we uh, play this. Well, it's not a game. We do 86. It's 86. So one thing in the world, every guest that leaves gets to 86 something that they'd like to get rid of. And the world could be your world, the kitchen, whatever you want it to be. What are you over? You're done with. You want to 86 it. Cancer. Perfect. Nice. Wow. Wow. This is like one. right to the point. Even perfect. Yeah. And like who can agree with that? Like yeah. that's an easy one. Like we're getting there too. We're getting there. Like there's there's big big moves being made. Yeah. So it's good. It's happening. Yeah. yeah. Slowly, but gene therapy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um what about I'm now I'm just curious cuz I find you fascinating. Uh <laughs> what about in the food is there something in the food world a trend or something that you also are uh like just over, like you know, I I I think like from reading all the clips, ketchup obviously is one that you know you've had. I don't dislike ketchup. Yeah. Oh, that's a misconception, right? They think just because you don't put it it's on the burger that you don't like it, which is not true. Well, is there something I, I don't you... I don't talk to you that often doesn't mean I don't like you. Oh, <laughs> it could mean it. So it no. means that could mean that. It could, right, it could but it could mean, also could mean, mean he likes you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Now we're in all of a sudden my like freshman year uh, logic <laughs> class. <laughs> Uh, but do you have any pet peeves, squeeze bottles, uh, tweezers, anything like that? Something that you're just like, ah, these kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> these kids these days. Perfect. Yeah. Nah, I don't, I don't know. There's nothing that I want to eliminate. I, I mean, I, there, there's ingredients that I personally don't like. That yes. I don't like. I don't like giant clam. Like, gooey oh, duck. Like, nice. Yeah, I don't like. But not even to just look at. 
Well, wow. especially not to look at. <laughs> right. Isn't that the Seriously? Worst part? No. That's a different mukbang. Wow. That's a that's a that's a, that's a mukbang. I would watch you eat giant clam. In all honesty, I meant that from a very serious place. Like I think that there it's like a fascinating ingredient, but now I see where you go with that. Um, okay. So we're, not even to look at. So we might get rid of gooey duck. Uh, Sangyoon, thank you so much, dude, for hanging out with us, even though you thought it was the uh, Richard Branson podcast. Uh, maybe, by the way, That's we need good. an airline now. Like, that's made me inspired. Like, we should start the Richard Blaze uh, Starving for Attention airline and have one flight that goes from San Diego to L.A. You throw food, you throw food at everyone. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Right. We just walk down the aisles and fire hot dogs it, at people. All kinds of cannons. Uh, while everyone during their meal service is doing a mukbang. You don't know, but we're recording everyone on the Every airplane. Every single bite. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us here at Starving for Attention. Sang Yoon, you've been awesome. Artie Sequera hanging out all day with us. Jasmine yeah, yeah. Blaze, always. Uh, do us a favor. Head on over to Apple Podcasts uh, and the, or the podcast one app and drop us a rating. We are five stars. The only five star thing saying that I've ever done in my life is this podcast. Five stars uh, rising up the charts. We've been in the top 50 in the arts category for a while. We're on the top 50 list. That's amazing. Uh, And it's all because of you. Thank you so much to our listeners. Thank you to our sponsors. And until next week, stay Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or PodcastOne.com. Hey, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening. That was a ride, wasn't it? And thank you to our sponsors who make this all happen. Me Undies. Get 15% off your first pair and free shipping. Visit MeUndies.com slash starving. Hyundai. New sponsor alert. Go to Hyundai.com slash shopper assurance for more info. San Pellegrino. S. Pellegrino in your area. Visit SanPellegrino.com. Quip. Get your first refill pack free. Go to GetQuip.com slash starving and TrueCar. Visit TrueCar for a better car buying experience. Until next week, everyone, stay hungry.